Welcome back to Sleeping It Real, a podcast about sleep and wellness and everything in between. I'm your host, Seth Davis. I'm a certified adult sleep coach, and I'm here today to talk about a subject that I hear about often from clients, from friends, uh, people who are just interested in sleep, and that's the topic of sleeping pills. A lot of times people ask me about, you know, what do you think about this sleeping pill? What do you think about sleeping pills in general? Are they good? Are they bad? Um, and so I've definitely developed my opinions over the years. I've learned a lot about them. And so I'm here to share those with you today. Um, I think the important thing to, to recognize right up front is that I'm not a licensed doctor. I don't prescribe things. I don't diagnose or treat things. Um, I just help people with the behavioral and cognitive aspect of sleep. I help them to um, examine their thoughts and their worries about sleep, about their daily behaviors and their routines and uh, lifestyle aspects and all those things. So I want to put that out front, but I do today want to help you to learn more about sleeping pills so that when you do talk to a doctor about them, if you need to, that you can have an informed discussion about them and make more informed decisions. And if we can do that today, then I'll be happy. So with that out of the way, uh, let's talk about sleeping pills. Now, in general, my desire is always to help people to learn how to solve their problems, their sleep issues naturally. So, you know, finding the root causes of the issues and working on those to clear the way for healthy, natural sleep. That's all the, always the way I prefer. But many times people I've been working with, they're either already taking sleeping pills and maybe have been for months or years, or they're considering it. So it's always part of the conversation. And uh, I like to approach it with an open mind. So with that said, um, a lot of doctors will say that at times there is a place for sleeping pills. So for example, if someone is just going on a big stretch of trouble sleeping, or they have, uh, you know, health issues that are preventing them from sleeping well, um, then, you know, maybe they might prescribe a short-term amount of sleeping pills to help that person get some rest in the short term while they work on things, on, on getting to the root of the problem and solving things naturally. Another thing is it might be if the person's sleep patterns are all over the place, they're just having very inconsistent sleep, they might use them as a short-term measure to sort of try to force it back into a more normal, consistent schedule. So those are a couple of situations where, where you know, a medical professional might prescribe sleeping pills as a temporary measure. So, um, you know, I'm not here to argue against that or anything. I'm just, uh, want to point that out because many people believe that there are certain times when sleeping pills can be useful. Having said that, I think it's important to recognize that sleeping pills are generally intended for short-term use. So usually you'll hear about prescriptions for two to three weeks, just as that temporary measure. But what I see often and what is very common is that People will start taking them and months or years later, they're still taking them every single night. And that's where the problem lies because uh, as we'll talk about, there are, there are certain, there are many problems with that. It's kind of a slippery slope. And I want you to be aware of some of those things, you know, for, for why we want to avoid having it become a long-term issue. So a few of the physiological things that go on with sleeping pills, first of all, uh, as you're using sleeping pills, the, the quality of the sleep that you're getting is typically not as high quality as what you would get with natural sleep. So it's a more of a sedative sleep. It's knocking you out. It's making you unconscious, but it's not getting you down into those deep sleep phases that we need to feel restored and recovered and to refresh our mind and body. So when you wake up in the morning after a night of sleep with a sleeping pill, 
you could potentially just feel less rested. Um, along with that, sleeping pills can also cause sort of a hangover effect. So you might wake up and just feel groggy for at least the first part of your day. Um, and so usually this leads to a cycle where you wake up, you feel groggy, you might take some extra caffeine that to uh, try to perk yourself up during the day. Sometimes that extra caffeine causes you to have more problems sleeping at night, and it's this vicious cycle that keeps going and going and going. So I think it's worth knowing that if you're expecting to get high-quality, consistent sleep for months or years from taking sleeping pills, you might be disappointed, and you might uh, the, the quality of sleep that you're getting might leave you feel less rested during your days. Um, in keeping with the theme of how sleeping pills react with your body, there are also many studies that link sleeping pill use over the long term, so over the you know over years, with uh, significant health consequences. So those can include potential of cancer, of dementia, um, and things like that. You know, serious things that we don't even want to deal with. So that's just more motivation to make sure that the sleeping pills are a short-term usage, and that we are doing other things in the meantime to try to get more natural sleep and move away from feeling the need to take a substance to make us sleep. I'm definitely not here to be doom and gloom and uh, make you worry about what's happening if you are taking sleeping pills, but my overall message is just that natural sleep is the better way to go, and there are ways to move away from sleeping pills so that you can sleep naturally. So I just want to plant that seed in your head because it is possible, and I want you to at least consider that possibility as we move forward. Many people that I work with have reached the point where they've learned more about what the sleeping pills might be doing, about some of the negative aspects of sleeping pills. So they're motivated to work on starting to leave them behind. Um, and so, you know, just, just providing that awareness right now, I think is a valuable service for you. Just to open your eyes and make sure that you have all the considerations in mind when you're taking sleeping pills. Now let's move on to how well do sleeping pills actually work? The studies have shown that a lot of people overestimate how much sleeping pills are actually doing for them. So uh, one thing to keep in mind is that sleeping pills, you build up a tolerance to them quickly in general. So usually you'll start taking the sleeping pill, which as I said, is meant for short-term use. Your body starts to build up a natural tolerance to it quickly. So that could be within weeks. And before you know it, you know, you notice that they're having a little bit less effect. So a lot of people start taking more of the, of the sleeping pill to try to produce the same effects. Uh, and this cycle goes on where the dosage keeps increasing. And eventually your body reaches a point where it's built up such a tolerance to this that the sleeping pill actually stops having an effect on your sleep. So, you know, the sleeping pill is not actually doing anything for you, but perhaps you start to believe that it is. And this belief is what makes it so hard to get away from sleeping pills in many cases when people decide that they're ready to leave them behind. Because once you've lost that trust in your own ability to fall asleep, once you start saying, you know, I am just a terrible sleeper, I can't sleep well until I take this substance, then you believe it, you act like that's the truth, you, you feel anxiety if you don't take, the, you know, even the thought of not taking that substance can raise anxiety, anxiety causes trouble sleeping. Um, it's a whole tangled web that is hard to get away from once you have that belief firmly in your mind. So it's weakened your trust in general. You know, it's nice to say, I trust that my body is doing everything it can to help me sleep. It has all the built-in capabilities. I can sleep well without any substance. You know, it's, it's nice to have that belief in your mind. 
But when you start to believe that you can't sleep well without a substance, it's hard to get away from it. I see this all the time with people who have been taking a medication for you know, a long time for years, or maybe they have were taking one medication and they've added another one to the mix or a couple, or they do one medication on some nights and another medication on other nights. And there's just this whole thing about how they feel like they need something to make them sleep. Um, sometimes they're just, it's like they're doing a, a science experiment on themselves so that, you know, I take five milligrams of this and I take a dose of this and a dash of this and their body is just a cocktail of all these, all these different substances that can be tough to get off of. I see another form of this with some people where there's this internal debate each night. So as it's leading up to bedtime, there's this debate about, should I take this substance? Should I not take the substance? Should I take half a pill? Should I not take, should I take the full pill? Um, you know, or they don't take the pill and we get into the night and it's, you know, it's 2 a.m. Should I take a pill now? Should I not? Um, and so there's this whole debate and that debate actually ends up being one of the things that's keeping them awake, that's keeping them alert, to keeping their mind active. Uh, and so we have to sort of work through that to remove the debate, you know, gradually uh, help them get off of the, the medications or find other ways to remove that internal debate so that they can rest easier and gradually work their way to sleeping without pills. So it's very complicated. It's not always fun. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's a battle for a lot of people. On a personal note, I actually went through this battle myself when I was dealing with sleep issues where, you know, should I take this pill tonight? Should I take melatonin tonight? I'm going on a vacation. I'm a little bit nervous about how I'm going to sleep. Should I take the pills along with me? Should I just leave them at home? So just so many, so much, so much decision-making that goes into, um, you know, trying to prepare for a night of sleep and that naturally raised my anxiety. Um, so I've definitely been there myself and I remember the con the internal conflict that was going on. Um, so a big part of what we do is just kind of trying to remove that conflict, just getting people to the point where they're not dealing with that struggle inside. Um, and that's when we tend to start resting more easily and sleeping better. Perhaps the biggest issue that I have with sleeping pills uh, long-term use of sleeping pills is that they don't get to the root of the problem. They're basically a band-aid. So, you know, think of if the root of your sleep issue is stress in your life or anxiety or a racing mind, or, you know, there, there's a lot of other things it could be, but instead of dealing with the root of the problem and making sure that we take care of that so it's not standing in the way of your sleep, we just try a blunt force object. We try to knock ourselves over the head with a chemical and, you know, try to, try to just put a bandaid over the problem. And so that's, that's the reason why a lot of uh, sleeping medication use just leads to long-term issues. It's not addressing the root issue. And along with the other things I've mentioned, it just kind of, it's not going to stop the actual sleep problems from occurring. So that's why I always believe in finding the root of the problem. Just getting, you know, figuring out what's standing in the way of your sleep, clearing it away so that sleep is easier and we don't have to you know, resort for years to on, on taking a substance to help us reach that point. Now that we've talked about, you know, why we might want to be wary of long-term sleeping pill use, we can talk about what are the alternatives. So the alternatives are, as I mentioned, getting to the root of the problem. And that's where you'll find things like cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia, uh, acceptance and commitment therapy, um, things like that, just sleep coaching in general. Um, working with a, you know, if there's something medical, so whether it's sleep apnea or something like that, whatever it is, you know, working on the, the thoughts about sleep, the behaviors about sleep, 
And making positive changes to those things can clear the way to help you actually sleep better naturally. Many times it's easier to just look at taking a pill rather than, you know, trying to remove the stress in our life or changing our behaviors or working on our thoughts and our, our worries and anxieties about sleep or, you know, making significant life, you know, healthy lifestyle changes will be helpful. So a lot of times it's easier to just take a pill than to actually put in some effort into doing those things that are going to be helpful for the long term. But doing those helpful things and making those changes are what's going to lead to sustainable change and what's going to lead to healthy, natural sleep. If it helps to think of it this way, perhaps you're looking to lose some weight. So you're carrying around some extra pounds. You'd like to get rid of those. Um, and so you have a couple of choices. Maybe you could look at a diet pill. You could look at a pill that might have some side effects. It might affect your sleep or your health in other ways, um, but maybe it helps you drop some pounds. Uh, there's no guarantee that those pounds won't come back if you stop taking the diet pill, but that's one option. It seems like the, the easy way to go is just buy a bottle of these things, or you might go get a personal trainer or just go to the gym yourself. And maybe you start out slow and you, you do some walking this day and then maybe a little bit of running, and then you start out lifting light weights and then heavier weights. And, you know, six months down the road, you've lost your target amount of weight, you're feeling good, you're healthy, um, and you're in a lot better place than if you had just taken that little diet pill and, you know, done things the, the chemical way. So that's the kind of road to sustainable change. It's healthy. Uh, you know, as you're exercising and working out, it's providing a lot of other health benefits for your, your stress levels, for your, um, you know, your heart and all your other parts of your body your recovery. It's, it's really helping you in those ways a lot more than just taking a pill. So uh, hopefully that maybe that frames it in a way that kind of shows that there's the little bit of effort and, and effort to make change, motivation to make change versus buying a pill. But in the long run, making those healthy, significant changes is going to be more sustainable and the better way to go. So I guess I'll start wrapping it up by saying that I have been there before. I get it. I've gone to the doctor to get the sleeping pill prescription. Um, I was nervous about it and I didn't like it. So I just stopped pretty early, um, but I've been there and I get the temptation. So if you're going to talk to your doctor, just keep everything I've said in mind. Uh, you know, maybe it brings up some extra questions that you can discuss with them. Uh, maybe it plants some ideas in your mind about ways that you can get through this naturally without, without sleeping pills. Um, but in general, you know, if you do have to go for short-term use and if that's the best option for you, I'm not here to argue with that at all. I'm just saying that, you know, with the long-term picture, let's focus on more natural, healthy solutions, and that will be more sustainable and feel better for you. Um, and I encourage you to research things like cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia, just so you know what it is, know how it compares to sleeping pills and why it might be the better approach for you over the long term to help you get better natural sleep and overcome sleep challenges that might be holding you back at this time. So thanks again to li for listening to another episode of Sleeping It Real. I hope you have a great day, great night. And if you need any help, please feel free to reach out at sleepably.com.